Beloved, you are about to listen to a message from Reverend Prince Lai. Reverend Prince Lai is the head pastor of Rescue World Chapel International and the lead evangelist of Christ the Healer Gospel Campaign. He has a dynamic teaching and healing ministry with miracles, signs and wonders that has affected and transformed many lives. And now, the voice of rescue. two hands together for Jesus. Celebrate the Lord wherever you are standing. Celebrate the Lord. Celebrate the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lift up your hands and say thank you Jesus. I want to hear you say thank you Jesus for the year 2021. Say thank you Lord for your word of fruitfulness that has been sent ahead of us. Thank you that you are going to fulfill them in the, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Slap those two hands together for Jesus. Look in the face of that brother, that sister by your side. Tell the person, welcome to the second day of our spiritual emphasis week. Amen. Let's all be seated in heavenly places. Let's all be seated. Amen. Hallelujah. We want to quickly receive the word of the Lord into our spirit as we rise up to pray. Amen. Amen. This evening, the Lord wants to speak to us about what I call understanding spiritual fruitfulness. Put your two hands together for Jesus. Understanding spiritual fruitfulness. I would like you to understand that in the journey of commanding all round fruitfulness, one of the gateways, one of the things that can make you command all round fruitfulness is actually what we call spiritual fruitfulness. And I'll attempt to explain to a level for us today and we will continue the days after today. Amen. Oh, amen. amen. So quickly, what is spiritual fruitfulness? What is spiritual fruitfulness? It has to do with being productive in our spiritual lives. Being productive in our spiritual lives. Heavenly Father, anoint us today and teach us. Amen. It has to do with you being productive, producing fruits, or producing expected results in your spiritual life. It refers to the yielding of expected results in your spiritual life. In your spiritual life, there are things, there are results that is expected of you as a Christian. And you yielding those expected results is what we term spiritual fruitfulness. It also refers to increasing or abounding in spiritual things increasing or abounding in spiritual things when you realize that you are increasing in your spiritual activities 
and you are abounding in spiritual matters then we can say that you are growing or you are being spiritually fruitful i pray that someone under the sound of my voice you will step into the realm of spiritual fruitfulness your amen shows that i'm talking to you you will step into the realm of spiritual fruitfulness hallelujah so spiritual life what do what do i mean when i talk about spiritual life when i say spiritual fruitfulness has to do with abounding your spiritual life when i talk about spiritual fruitfulness as a uh, having to do with uh, doing well in your spiritual life what do i mean by spiritual life spiritual life simply means your relationship with god your relationship with god your relationship with god is what we are calling your spiritual life and every christian has a spiritual life and i will attempt to explain that to you very soon that every believer must of a necessity have a spiritual life it will be abnormal if you are a born again believer and you don't have a spiritual life the reason why i'm saying that is because god is a spirit in john chapter 4 verse 24 jesus educating the samaritan woman said to her god is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth in other words they that relate that tries to relate with god they can only do so on a spiritual pedestal amen on at a spiritual level god is a spirit and those who worship him must worship him in spirit those who relate with so nobody can worship god minus the spirit because god is a spirit and so if you have to worship god then you must worship him in a spirit you must worship him in a spirit a car is a physical thing if you must drive then you must be flesh you must be physical do you understand that that is how it works so god is a spirit and if we will worship him then we can only access him in the spirit and you must quickly also understand that man is essentially a spirit man also is a spirit aside god being a spirit and must be related to in a spiritual way man himself too is a spirit genesis 2 7 helps us to know that god formed man out of the dust and breathed his spirit into his nostrils he formed him out of the dust and breathed his spirit into him so man is actually a product of god's spirit man is a spirit say man is a spirit when i say man i mean man and woman man is a spirit human beings are essentially spirits we are not body even though we can see our bodies we are not body see i'm not a body we have soul but we are not souls amen we have souls but we are actually spirit having a soul living in the body so man is a spirit having a soul a soul is the embodiment of your mind the embodiment of your will i want to do this i want to do that i like this i don't like that and the embodiment of your intellect your feelings your emotions and then your will these three things your mind your feelings and your will or your desires i want to do this i want to do that these three things is what we call your soul but you are spirit and you have a mind you are spirit and you have a feeling you are spirit and you have a body do you understand so you are spirit with a soul living in the body can i have an amen can i have an amen and so these three compartments of the soul plus the spirit dwell in the body and hear me the spirit doesn't work without the soul 
because the spirit always functions with the soul the spirit that is why we say we are going for soul winning we are actually going to deal with the the mind of the spirit deal with the uh, the emotions deal with the willpower amen hallelujah are you here let me hear your loudest amen and so man is also a spirit having a soul and a body so god is a spirit and man is also a spirit and so god and man relating can only relate in a spiritual way do you understand that now when man sinned against god he died that death over there was not a physical death adam didn't fall down immediately that death over there was a spiritual death that means that his spirit was separated from god was not allowed to interact with god anymore and so we said adam died he died to god to die means to be insensitive to something so if you are dead when i hit you you can't feel it that shows you are dead that's why you can be alive but we say your leg is dead the doctor will say your hand is dead death means insensitivity say insensitivity that means that the thing is no longer responding to stimuli or responding to feelings and and touch and then all those things can have an amen and so adam died spiritually the spirit of adam died but adam was walking about until so many years after amen and so in adam man lost fellowship with god but in redemption man was resurrected back to life man's spirit was regenerated back to life in other words man's spirit began to have fellowship with god again so when you are born because of the sin of adam your spirit is dead you are not sensitive to god to the voice of god to the leadings of god but the moment you receive christ into your life then john chapter 3 comes to play john chapter 3 verse 6 jesus tells nicodemus he that is born of the flesh is flesh and that which is born of the spirit is spirit and so when you become born again you are born of the spirit and so you have now become a spirit again amen in adam you were spirit in adam you died you became flesh and in christ you went back to a spirit clap your hands together for the lord am i teaching you and so therefore you must understand that the spiritual life is actually supposed to be the normal life of every believer if you understand what i'm trying to to say tonight then you must know that then it means that your spiritual life is actually supposed to be your real life it's actually supposed to be your normal life it's actually supposed to be what you do without struggle because you are essentially a spirit and you were born again as a spirit and so living the life of a spirit should not be a difficult thing like i'm struggling to be spiritual no no then there's something wrong because you are supposed to rather become spiritual after you become born again because you are a spirit amen oh amen just as a dog doesn't struggle to become a dog so also the born again believer doesn't struggle to become spiritual the dog doesn't struggle to back whoa whoa why because it's a dog now the spirit man or the spiritual man or the born again man who is you and i we must not struggle to be spiritual the reason is because we are spirits so it is actually our life 
Mother dog doesn't teach baby dog how to bark. Baby dog can bark because it's a baby dog. Do you understand? It's a, it's a dog. And so it knows how to bite. It knows how to do everything a dog can do. Amen. And so without you actually being taught, spirituality is actually your lifestyle. It is actually supposed to be your lifestyle. And you actually supposed to walk spiritual more than this. In fact, it, it should be more difficult for you to sin than for you to be spiritual. <laughs> that day you don't read your Bible, like it should be so difficult that you couldn't read your Bible. Why? Because it's like a dog that is trying to be a cat. Like the dog said to their own back. So when the dog sees something, it's about to bark. They swallows the barking. It will not keep long. A dog will always be a dog. So, in the same way, as a spiritual person, living the spiritual life is actually supposed to be the normal thing of your life. Brother sinning and backsliding should be the difficult decision of your life. Yeah. Ask someone by you, do you understand what pastor is saying? Amen. And so, the spiritual life or the spiritual is superior to the physical. Understand that. That the spiritual things are superior to the physical things. Because, and what I try to explain, or what I'm trying to say, that the spiritual is superior to the physical. In other, what I'm trying to say is that the spiritual world is more real than the physical world. The spiritual world is more real. It is more alive. If you want to find out that which one is really there, the spiritual life is more there than the physical one you are seeing. It's more permanent than the physical one you are, you are seeing. Am I speaking? Am I speaking? And so the spiritual is superior. Second Corinthians chapter 4, the verse number 18. Paul says that, for we do not look at the things that are physical, but rather we look at the things that cannot be seen or the things that are spiritual they cannot be seen we do not look at the things that we can see or we do not look at the things that are physical but we look at the things that we can see which are the spiritual things the reason is because for the things that can be seen the physical things they are temporal they are passing away they are just camouflage they are not real they can't stay for long but the things that cannot be seen they are there forever and ever and ever. Amen. Amen. This your body you are doing all the makeup on will pass away. After 70 years, 80 years, it will go away. This spirit you can't see in the mirror. That you are not feeding. That you are not training. That you are not helping it to grow. It will be there forever and ever. Either suffering or enjoying with the Lord. And so the spiritual is more real than the physical. More superior than the physical and so now listen to me if you see that is why let me show you something that is why the world the physical world that was to be created actually came out of the spiritual world god is a spirit and in the spirit he said let there be light let there be heaven let there be earth and created according to john chapter 1 verse 1 so all creation came out of God who is a spirit in the spiritual world. And so if you are creating a world for people, will you create a world that is better than your world? Talk to me. 
if you are creating a world for some people will you create a world that is better than your world so God cannot be in the inferior world and put man in the, in the better world God's world is actually the real world he just created a virtual world called the earth for us to come and play some roles leave and go to the proper place are you following me are you following me hallelujah and so quickly the physical world according to Genesis 1 1 was created by God and in Exodus chapter 17 verse 11 you will see that Moses was able to determine the outcome of a physical battle between the Israelite and Amalekite by doing something in the spirit Moses was on the mountain lifting up his hands and then Joshua with the sword and the army will be winning when Moses gets tired of lifting up his hands on the mountain then the enemies the Malachites will be defeating them amen so the Bible says when Moses hands grew heavy then they start losing but while Moses held up his hand Israel prevailed while Moses held up his hand Israel prevailed and while his hands go down the Amalekites prevailed so someone was standing somewhere in the spirit and was determining what was happening in the physical it's like you going to work but someone is in the spirit who is determining that you you will make money you you will be poor you you will marry and you are busily making up you are busily making down you are busy doing stomach exercise uh, 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 and somebody somewhere is just making chantation say you won't marry you won't do this which one will work it is the spiritual one because the spiritual world is superior to the physical world the spiritual world is what determines what happens in the physical world and so god determined the physical world from the spirit moses determined the victory of a physical but from the spirit are you following are you following again matthew 6 verse 10 you'll see that jesus said let it be so on earth as it is in heaven when he was teaching us to pray. He says the things that will be on earth should be as they are in heaven. That means there are, are already things in heaven. In the spirit. That must be so in the physical. I pray that all the plans of God concerning you in the physical will manifest. In the spiritual will manifest in the physical. Psalm 119 verse 89. It says forever thy word is settled in heaven. Forever the word of God about us is already settled. The word of God is settled in heaven. But in John 1.14, he says, And the word became flesh and dwelt among human beings. And we beheld his glory. The glory as of the holy begotten son of God. Full of grace and truth. Amen. So the word that is already settled in heaven is what once upon a time came to the earth and became flesh. So the spiritual always happened before the physical can happen. If there will be an accident, it first happens in the spirit. That is why sometimes you have a dream and it happens. And sometimes it's like, ah, this thing, I think I've seen it before. Oh, this thing, I think I've, I've, I've seen it in my dream before. I had a dream that he was dead and he's dead. I had a dream that he was and he was dead. I had a dream, I heard about a story of someone who had a dream that something happened and, and blood came out of the, of the nose. And the person woke up and either a day or two, blood was coming out of the nose. That thing happened in the spirit, but manifested physically. And so if you joke with things of the spirit, because the spirit is actually your life. That is actually your life. It's not this camouflage one, this virtual one. That's actually your life. And so whoever will win in the physical must first win where? You didn't hear me. Whoever must win in the physical must first win where? In the spiritual. If you fail in the spiritual, you fail in the physical. 
It's as simple as that. That's why the children of Israel were able to win. So I am saying all this quickly in one minute. I'm saying all this to explain to you that if you experience all round fruitfulness in every other aspect of your life, then you must of a necessity experience it spiritually. If you don't experience spiritual fruitfulness, forget about fruitfulness in your business. Forget about fruitfulness in your body. Forget about fruitfulness in your finances. Your, your spiritual life must first experience the fruitfulness so that it can give birth to manifestations of fruitfulness in every aspect of your life. This year, you will be fruitful. I said you will be fruitful. I said you will be fruitful. Your spiritual life will pick up again. Your prayer life will pick up again. Your Bible study life will pick up again. Your relationship with God will pick up again. Shout, I will pick up again. That is your normal life. It must be normal for you. It is abnormal if you are rather struggling there. Because that is actually the real thing. Now hear me. Fruitfulness in your spiritual relationship with God is the gateway to commanding all-round fruitfulness in life. Psalm 1 verse 1 to 3. He says, the righteous... He started by saying this. He said, blessed is the man who do not walk, who do not stand, who do not sit in the council, in the seat of sinners. In other words, who do not practice sin. Blessed is that person who do not enjoy the company of sinners. But in verse 3 or in verse 2, he says, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, in the word of God, a spiritual life. His delight is in a spiritual life and in the spiritual life, he, he meditates day and night, reads the Bible day and night. Then he shall be like a tree that is planted by the rivers of water, which bears its fruit in this season. In other words, he shall be fruitful because his spiritual life is fruitful. He ended there by saying that, and whatsoever he doeth, he shall prosper in it. Whatsoever, academics, marriage, ministry, business, commerce, finances, whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Listen to me. If you want to prosper in this year, if you want things to happen for you in every aspect of your life, then you have to check your Christian life. You have to check your spiritual life. Once you start going down spiritually, all other aspects will go down. Why? Because the spiritual supersedes the physical. Examples of men who commanded all-round fruitfulness. Examples of men who commanded all-round fruitfulness through spirituality or through spiritual fruitfulness. People were able to be spiritually fruitful and it affected every aspect of their lives. Number one, Adam. Adam, in, in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 to 28, when God created Adam, in verse 28, he said, God blessed them and God said unto them, be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. So Adam had the ordination or the ordinance of fruitfulness. He was programmed to be fruitful. Why was he programmed to be fruitful? Because Genesis chapter 3, the verse number 8 tells us that God visits Adam daily. That's why when he came one day, they were naked and they ran away. They had fellowship with God. Say fellowship with God. In verse 20 it says, it tells us in Genesis 1 that God made them in his own image, in his likeness. They were one with him. They had fellowship with him. They had their spiritual life intact. So once Adam had his spiritual life intact, fruitfulness was not an issue at all. 
He dominated the fishes, dominated the lions. The lion couldn't roar at Adam. When Adam appears, the lion lies down. But after Adam sinned, he runs from the lion. Mosquitoes even discipline him. But from, be, from, from the beginning, every animal bows to Adam. He wasn't sweating to eat. He was fruitful on the ground. Fruitful with his business. Fruitful in everything he does. Any name he gave to any animal, the animal accepted it and responded to it. They could hear him. They could respond and obey him. Everything was responding. But after Adam sinned, and God came to the garden in chapter 3 verse 8, you know what happened? Then everything God messed up. Then God now told them that in your sweat you shall eat. And the ground is cursed because of you. Amen. Amen. The ground is what? It's cursed because of you. Verse 17. So curse was introduced in the life of Adam just because he what? He lost fellowship with God. And so you losing fellowship with God in the year 2021 can exempt you from experiencing all around fruitfulness. Am I teaching you something? And he said to Adam, because you listened to your wife's voice and you ate from the tree about which I commanded you, do not eat of it. The ground is cursed. Your business. He was farming. He said, because of that, your business is cursed. His life was on it. Because of that, his life is just cursed. Everything about him is cursed. And you will eat from it by means of painful labor. Barrenness was introduced. I command that every barrenness that came because of sin, it is broken in Jesus' name. Your amen didn't sound like I'm talking to you. It is broken in Jesus' name. Every barrenness, every curse, every fruitlessness that entered into your business and into your destiny, it is broken on the altar. As we rise up to pray, we are going to deal with them. Amen. Amen. And so, the second one is Abraham. Abraham also in Genesis chapter 17 verse 1 the Bible says that and God appeared unto Abraham and God said unto him I am the Lord God Almighty walk before me and be pure walk before me and be spiritual walk before me and be holy and as long as Abraham was walking with God and was holy then God was also blessing him spiritual fruitfulness once you are fruitful in the spirit once you are doing well in your spiritual life every other aspect will do well and so in the chapter 17, give me verse 7. In the verse 7, we hear how God had to bless him. He said, and I will keep my covenant between me and you and your offsprings after you throughout their generation and an everlasting covenant be with God and God of your offspring after you. Verse 6. Verse 6 says that, and I will make you fruitful. I will make you fruitful. Extremely fruitful. And will make nations and honorable people come out of you. May God make somebody extremely fruitful. The loudest amen, the better for someone here. May God make you extremely fruitful. May God make you extremely fruitful. Because in verse 1, he was to what? Walk with the law. In verse 6 and 7, he was to be fruitful. So all round fruitfulness answers to what? Spiritual fruitfulness. If you can be fruitful in your spiritual life, your spiritual life serious your evangelism serious 
your quiet time serious your prayer life serious your church work serious your church attendance serious your ministry work serious your rehearsal serious if you can take spiritual things serious then all other things will answer i love the way the servant of abraham described his own master in genesis chapter 24 verse 35 when he was describing his master may people describe you this way you didn't hear may people describe you this way he said the lord has greatly blessed my master may the lord greatly bless someone and he has become rich may someone become rich this year he has given him sheep cattle silver gold male and female slaves or workers camel donkey articulators vehicles trucks companies factories he has given unto them verse 36 sarah my master's wife boy son amen and so you see how he described the blessings that god has given to a man that walked with god year 2021 you will walk with god i said you will walk with god you will labor in spiritual things you will labor in prayer you will labor in fastings you will labor in givings you will labor in in serving god going for evangelism growing yourself doing something for jesus attending ministry activities you will labor in god and he will increase you in every side put your two words together and say you are talking about me in james chapter 2 verse 23 he was described as the friend of god abraham was described as the friend of god that is why he was blessed that is why he was blessed. This year, you'll be a friend of God. Okay, you'll be a friend of God. Finally, Job. Job. He feared God and was the greatest of all the rich men in the East. In the East was made up of rich people. Job chapter 1, verse 1 to 3. In the East, it's like in Ghana, we say Trasaco, East Legon. Where the rich people, airport city. Where the rich people normally reside. Where they normally stay. The Bible described that Job was the richest among the rich. That is why he mentioned God, the east was for the rich. There was a man in the country of Uz named Job. He was a man of perfect integrity. Holy man. King James would tell a holy and upright man. A spiritually fruitful person. Spiritually fruitful person. Perfect man who feared God and turned away from sin. Ask somebody by you, are you ready for this year? This year, don't joke. Oh, if you joke, it will joke with you. Don't joke. Verse 2. He has seven sons and three daughters. Go to verse 3 quickly. His estate included 7,000 sheep. May you have estates. May you be a multi-millionaire. May the Lord open doors of riches for you. These are all men of God, who people in the Bible, and still they were not poor. You mean the poor man? You will not end the poor woman. You will not be a nobody. Your name will appear in the history books. Receive fruitfulness this year. His estate was that is property seven thousand sheep, three thousand camels, five hundred yoke of oxen. Oxen, they are the articulators. What they used to work. The first ones they mentioned, they are your businesses, your companies, giving birth for you. Your companies giving you money. And then the oxen, your articulators, your factories, 500 female donkeys, and a very large number of servants, workers. His workers were large number. That means he's a wealthy man. True or not true? Job was the greatest man among the people of the East. <laughs> and yet the Bible says that he feared God. That was the first verse that came before this one. Don't 
escape verse 2 and go and quote verse 3 for me. I don't want it. Show me verse 2. Show me verse 2. Don't say, oh God, let us pray. Let's lift up our voice and pray. The God that blessed Job, wait there. The Job that also followed God. <laughs> the Job that also followed God. That one also can be a preaching message. Not the God that blessed Job. That too can be a prayer point. If I say we pray that prayer, very soon you will not come to church. Said, okay, this preacher emphasis we cry no. I'm saying, and resolve, resolve. Said that the end commandment next week, remember. If you come for me to prophesy for you, pour oil on you, and you lack verse two, verse three will be nothing. God appeared to Abraham and said, "Walk before me and be holy." Then in verse six, he said, "I will make you fruitful." You are quoting the fruitfulness. I receive it. I receive it. And you didn't go to what he said is you first do before the fruitfulness will come. Who are you deceiving yourself? She will be fruitful this year. Put your two hands together for the Lord. Rise up to your feet. Beloved, thank you for listening to this message by Reverend Prince Lai. If you have been blessed by this message and have not surrendered your life to Jesus Christ, kindly say this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you died that I may live. Please forgive me and wash me with your blood. I believe I am a child of God. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. If you have said this prayer, know that your sins have been forgiven and you are now a new creation. We invite you to worship with us on Sundays at Odoko, Adjacent Best Point Savings and Loan, Odoko Market. For more information, please call 0543-248-982 or 0241-372-895. God richly bless you.